Welcome back to Class Holes. We are on episode number six now with me, Preston, and joining me, as always, is Lucy Murray. Hello. Lucy, before we introduce anything, I want to bring attention to our growing listenership, to the fact that we've got these like, professional microphones. I've been so excited all week. Um, we've upgraded. We have. They, I hope that the listeners can hear that we sound slightly better than last week mm. well i think i, I think sound like roger moore using this now i think that it is kind of <laughs> what i'm hoping is that it will give me that kind of like you know 70s bond very debonair you know i i think i think the closest You're thing it will completely change your voice essentially. well i think you know my voice has always been close to audio hot chocolate we both know that you and I, like we've, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've, we've been on the radio before we've done this podcast now for, for six episodes. I'm just hoping that this will, will finesse that slightly more, you know, give me a little. Rounded out of it. Yeah. Cause you know, I haven't got the fingers necessarily, but I do think I've got that kind of baritone voice. Would you agree with that or? Uh, yeah. Tenor, but no. um it was 60 yeah. quid, but uh, 60 quid well spent. <laughs> right, coming up on today's show then, two lessons as always. Yes. We've got an exclusive on the show that you need to kind of say first, do. don't you? Yeah. So, well, my lesson today is about the first trimester of being pregnant, because I have been pregnant the whole way through this recording. <laughs> <laughs> now I can finally say it. Yeah. So, so you've had a big lockdown as far as we're both concerned in that way. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. I got pregnant before the lockdown. I'd just like to... You don't need to tell them everything. This is not a quarantine baby. Listen, no one is saying that you resorted to getting pregnant to get 1 million listeners. No one said that. (laughs) But all I'm saying is, is that we did spend a combined £120 on microphones and you are bringing in like a new life to promote the podcast they're definitely not related at all so as we're talking about me bringing in new life you're talking Mm. about basically the end of mine so i'm going to be talking about getting old because obviously it's been a big week lucy (laughs) right it's been a big week (laughs) shall we get on with it yeah go on then okay so you have a sister who has gone through pregnancies twice yeah she's twice she's, yeah she's got two children so you've seen it firsthand but i wasn't present at the birth it. that would have been strange but yes i i have yeah. met my niece and nephew yes <laughs> no, no, but i mean you've been there while she's been going through the shit bits or or the miracle of pregnancy yeah i mean i think it's very easy for men to say that you're right. So what you're, you're going to lift the curtain behind the first trimester. Yeah. I mean, so essentially the, the first thing to say is morning sickness is a myth, mm. right? Okay. There's no, no warning no, about that. So no one, no one suffers from it is what you're saying. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is it's not a morning sickness. It's an every moment that you are awake sickness. And also sometimes when you're asleep. So that's fun. 
So you wake <laughs> up nauseous, do you? Yeah. Like, is it for-, for the last five days, I've mm. woken up and thrown up straight away. Really? And yeah. when, you're, when you're vomiting, like pregnancy-induced vomiting, does it feel, is it like being hungover or is it a different? So when I was like at the very, very beginning of pregnancy, I woke up and thought, I feel like I've gone out and had like five million vodkas last night. (laughs) (laughs) So a baby having a child equivalent to five million vodkas. What's the units of that? Is that government recommended or? (laughs) And when you say vodka, are you talking about like branded vodka or are you talking about like supermarket own brand vodka? Vodcat, was that? Vodcat, (laughs) yeah. The kind of stuff that like take your teeth off yeah <laughs> the kind of stuff that if you wanted to you could use as nail polish remover yeah um, the kind of stuff that you yeah. if, if you were to have one you might you you may go blind <laughs> like five million you're just going to go up in smoke mm. yeah, exactly. so yeah that's the first thing to say that like morning sickness isn't morning sickness it's all day sickness and um, the other fun thing and this is <laughs> i think mainly worse for harry um is Harry being your fiance for yeah, the I've just been crying all really? the time. Yeah. Um, so there are a couple of like my highlights of my crying reel, really. Um, there was this about, podcast. <laughs> there were about two and a half weeks that every single morning when I was watching BBC Breakfast, I would cry at the weather. That's Wales for you, though. I think I'd cry if I was stuck in Wales looking at the weather, to be honest. The thing is, I cannot remember anything specific about the weather that made me cry. But just, I would just start crying. When you're crying, is it, you know, is is it kind of, was there something triggering that in the weather? Like, you know, Wales, as I said, is, I think you get one day of summer every... No, we've had lovely weather recently. But yeah, no, there's not been absolutely anything. I mean, the one thing that I, my favourite thing that I've cried at over these last 13 weeks. Your favourite thing um... you've cried at. Imagine, (laughs) no other podcast offers this, does it? My favourite thing I've cried at is, you know the song that's got Ed Sheeran and Camille Cabello and Cardi B? I think it's called South of the Border. I'm vaguely aware of it. Okay, so... Will listener and you play you a the clip of which I started crying at? And you cried at that. I cried at drop the album, drop the baby, but I'll never drop the ball. I dropped the baby. What baby were you dropping? (laughs) I mean, I understand why you're crying as a prospective mother. I don't know. I, I mean, I would be crying at that as well. Dropping the baby. I'll drop the baby, I'll drop the album, but I won't drop the ball. Yeah. And you'll get that tattooed before the birth, I'm assuming, because uh, yeah, those, exactly. well, those lyrics mean a lot to that you. I'll, I'll write an album soon um, to do that. So yeah, that was my favourite thing that I've cried at. Um, but there's also Perfect. been like a whole load of other things that are just like horrific so in layman's terms, discuss what the, f- the first trimester actually is. The first trimester is, so you have like essentially like three sections of pregnancy. 
from mm. what I know. Um, and I've just done the first... Oh, you're going to know. <laughs> you're going to know big time. <laughs> this is like in, the G- in GCSE science when you do the practical. You know by the end when, when you've like blown off your air off and you've got like two fingers left and they're like, don't play with that. <laughs> we said that to you at the beginning. This, this is you. <laughs> you have the first third and it essentially means you feel crap all the time. Sure. But you can't tell anyone why you feel crap. But people so can hold you to account for being crap, though, can't they? <laughs> exactly. So everyone's like, oh, how are you doing? And you had to say, yeah, I'm fine. But what I'm, not really pregnant. Is... I'm not pregnant. I don't know why <laughs> you keep One time I was um, crying and I had like a really hard... I was doing a course and it was really difficult and I didn't have the emotional severity at that moment. Um, so I was crying in the the room where I work and I just called Harry and I was like Harry bring me celery this presumably was when you were pregnant this wasn't just like a bad day for you was it (laughs) so have you are you experiencing cravings at the moment then no I'm not experiencing cravings I just will that happen certain foods that haven't made me feel sick and celery celery being one of them which is basically glorified water let's be honest (laughs) exactly so you have this first third but you can't tell anyone why you feel crap and you feel crap all the time and then you have a second third which i'm hopefully coming into now that's when you announce it on a podcast yeah well no i mean you can start telling people like as you go into it but um apparently i've been told i'm gonna feel great for the next three months really because they because they say that pregnant women they glow don't they i've been told that i glow well, yesterday people told me I was glowing. I did mm. remind everyone that yesterday I'd put makeup on. So right, okay, because <laughs> that that that's a glow up, isn't it? Rather than than pregnancy glow. <laughs> exactly. uh, my, my I, I own... put makeup on for my scan because I don't know if the baby can see me as well as me see. The... Did you wear a dress? I didn't wear a dress because with the scan they have to scan your belly. Of course they do. Did they have to put that like gel on it and stuff? Or yeah, and I still found gel in my belly button later on in the day. <laughs> what's the what? Why is what's that gel for? Can you tell us? Do you know? Just so like the um. Oh, the it's just the friction. Moves. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. And so I and accidentally you... put my hand on the sonographer's leg as well. So you're up in court as of is that next <laughs> week or is that <laughs> what 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 trimester will you be going to jail for? Because that's harassment. I had... I had my hand sort of there and then he moved. This is a podcast. I I think she, now because this is a podcast, I'm going to try and extrapolate what she did for the listener. It looked as though she was gesturing at genitals, but that's (laughs) just, that's just my, (laughs) my perception. I was lying down. Yeah. I was lying down on the bed, crepe papery thingy. And see last um, podcast. See, exactly. But I had my trousers still on. My Brilliant. arms down by my side. Walking in and taking them off, going, oh, how are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, going, I know what to do here. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Doctor, your next patient is Lucy Murray. Da 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 da. I yeah. brought my own A4, don't worry. <laughs> Fresh from the printer. <laughs> you just doing an origami swan and unfolding it back out. Perfect. <laughs> Anyway, so I had my arms down by my side, um, but I had to move them a bit. Mm. I had to move it a bit over to the right, and he was sat down on my right. um, 
and I had to move it a bit because he got the wire sort of in and around, whatever. Right. Um, okay. And then he moved closer to his machine. And in moving why. closer to his machine, my hand was like fully on his leg at that moment. <laughs> now, that hand gesture you're doing, it, for me, it, uh, it's either genitals or it looks like you're putting kitchen roll on a holder. I don't know no, what, like, what, what this is this. Is, oh, it's, it's a flat really hand. Like that. <laughs> yeah. That's like how, placed that upon his leg. Mm. I, there's nothing. My hand is not doing anything. He didn't the, start crying. The reason why he keeps on saying that it looks like I'm grabbing genitals, listener, is because <laughs> my hand is open. But I did not grab genitals. <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, excellent. I mean, what, what what happens from here on in then? So you know. So apparently, I've got three months of feeling great, and then I've got three months of feeling. Well, presumably you'll do a podcast for the second trimester. The one that I'm most looking forward to is the Return of the Jedi. (laughs) The the, the trilogy kappa is the one I'm looking forward to the most. What's funny is right now, my baby, I could see on the scan, I could see fingers and toes and everything. But my baby is essentially the size of a multi-pack chocolate bar. Oh, really? One of those kids' size ones? Yeah. Like a little mask. Like seven centimeters long. Wow. So that, blimey, that's, that's no. mad, isn't it? It, it, it? Does it feel strange knowing that there is a human being inside you at the moment? Bizarre. Like living, just knocking about. Yeah. And listening to the as podcast. He was scanning. Yeah. He was showing me, my baby inside me, having a little boogie. Like it was moving uh, around like that. And listening to that song, that's Cardi B. Whack it up. Can't <laughs> believe my luck. No wonder you were crying. <laughs> And it had hiccups. Really? Yeah. So it, def- it definitely takes after you then. Oh, it does. <laughs> I was uh, like... And because off air, you and I have been discussing names. Um, and yeah. Preston is really, I think, uh, mm. perfect for a boy or a girl. Yeah. So that's... I mean, no, that's so, like, the, the good thing about it is that we have time to, you know... Well, we don't need time because we've, you know, we've decided. So we don't, we don't need time. Yeah. No, we don't. But like... <laughs> We did need time. We've got it. <laughs> if something was to come up where Preston didn't work for some reason, yeah. my overarching memories of my sister's, uh, um, like the, the the final trimester, is her looking almost exactly like the boulder from Raiders of the Lost Ark, <laughs> um, being in like constant discomfort, uh, mm. and. Uh, it's, it's strange when you, when you see pregnancy like in its actual real life form, because it's, it's, it wouldn't be unfair of me to call you a, a slender woman. You know, you, you're quite a Thank slender you. person, aren't you? You know, yeah. is, is that okay to say that? I think that's you know, given the Given the way that I've talked about exercise, it's probably quite a surprise for people who don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but if you haven't seen Lucy through any of the little ads we've done on social media, etc., she's quite a slender woman. Now, what that usually means is that you are going to be enormous then. I've already got a bit of a belly. Mm, but you didn't do that yoga session. I told you, you could have. That <laughs> no, and that's why. And I don't know if you remember on that episode, you obviously didn't know at that point, and you said, "Have you put any weight on during lockdown?" <laughs> yes. Yes, I, <laughs> I have. Put on a snack-sized chocolate bar. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That's growing every minute of the day. Well, perfect. Well, I, I'm certainly looking forward to uh, the next at least couple of podcasts that we're going to get out of this. I'm hoping that the happened. next one won't involve me. 
displaying all my inner feelings. <laughs> So lesson two, which I think there is mm-hmm. a nice synergy to our two yeah. lessons today, Lucy. Sometimes they tend to be a slightly disparate lessons. But I feel like this one builds. I'm going to talk to you about getting old. Yeah. So yeah. how old are you? I am 30. So I turned 30 yeah. in January. Okay, so not old. Well, it's, it's, how, it's more how you feel in yourself more than... Like the number is fairly kind of... You know, Do you creak when you get up from chairs and things i creak almost 24 hours a day if i'm being honest with you i'm like <laughs> do you know i'm i am a loose floorboard waiting to be replaced that's that's what i would say me as a person that's that's what i've got to because the thing is when you talk about creaking there i i think creaking makes you feel older you know at some mm-hmm. point it doesn't matter i'm not an old person by any stretch of the imagination but i now do creak where once i didn't so i know that i've got to that next stage of life Okay. And I think the other thing about creaks is they don't tend to go like when that creaks happened, you're going to have that creak probably for, you know, for however long your life continues for. Well, with getting older, I don't know about you, but I still feel like I'm 16. Emotionally. I mean, obviously cash liquid um, at 16. And I <laughs> you just, don't have I the bank account of a 16 year old. Well, no, so like f- when I was telling people I was pregnant, I almost expected everyone to tell me, you're way too young to have a kid. And were they there like, yeah, good, because you're knocking on like, you know, you're 20, <laughs> you're 29 last week. <laughs> well, everyone else is like, oh, that's great news. And I was just like, Isn't well, I'm too funny? young. Someone want to tell me I'm too young? <laughs> so does that, does that mark a chapter of like, how old you are now that people are no longer surprised to find that you are pregnant because what you were hoping probably was that someone was going to chuck water in your face and be there like wake up girl you still got (laughs) so much to live for you're a teenage mother that's kind of what i was i thought was going to happen and so that's a, a sign of you know getting older i guess well i think the sign that i've got older is uh that i have got an incredibly bad back um, oh, and it's no. something I, so I, I've been suffering from now, someone said to me at the beginning, timely for this podcast that I have what's known as teachers back, which is like, you know, when you're like constantly marking and stuff and you've got the strain on your shoulders, but mm. whatever it is, I'm telling you now, it's a lot worse than that. You know, if I was, right. if I was a time Lord, I'd be close to regeneration at this point, I think with this back, like almost entirely. It's like David Tennant got trapped in like a toxic chamber. Matt Smith, like saved the universe. I had a bad back and started to regenerate. So it got to the point where I went pre lockdown. I went to the doctors um, post orange juice man, I should say. Um, and And I went on my own as well. You know, another sign I'm an adult went on my own, went on my own, Uh, walked in there, like a Dickensian character, like kind of almost hunched over, shoulders turned inwards. Exactly. Yeah. I, I looked like Scrooge welcoming the first ghost. Like I kind of shuffled <laughs> in. And I said to the doctor, I was like, oh, I said, I, he went, he went, what are you in for today? Which annoyed me because I thought I'm putting the performance you on. <laughs> you should, as a trained physician, right? You should know. Because I was like Daniel Day-Lewis when I walked in and sat down. I was a, it was the mm-hmm. performance of, of a lifetime, Lucy Murray. 
so I looked at him kind of, you know, I managed to pull my eyes up to his, he was quite a tall man as well. And I said to him, I was like, Oh, uh, I said, my shoulders, I said, doctor, my shoulders are, are killing me at the moment. He went, yeah, you, you have got bad posture. I thought, don't give me that. All right. I don't want to hear all that at the moment. Have you got bad posture just, though? I think I have got bad posture. I didn't want to tell him that at the time. Okay. What I was hoping is what every man going to the doctor's hopes, which is this bloke's going to give me some jollop and I'll be fine. Like you, whatever you go in there for, get a tablet. What precisely is in jollop? Jollop is, it's basically an elixir right. close to the powers of Christ. Okay. <laughs> and you can consume this elixir orally. Mm-hmm. You don't want yeah. to put that elixir anywhere else. Basically, you don't shove it up your bum. You don't put them up there. The, uh, jollop is exclusively taken down the mouth a couple of times a day, and you you heal within 24 hours. Excellent. <laughs> That's what it jollop is. Great. Oh, it's great. It's, it's, you know, it's really, really great. And so I was expecting some jollop. I was expecting, like, right, you do this, you do that. He said to me, um, he went, do you have a tennis ball? I thought, what? kind of doc i thought this was like going into like a leech farm you know like <laughs> you put two of these on your back and within we'll suck the badness out so anyway so it's about this tennis ball right and mm-hmm. and so i have my concerns because what the problem is it's by the shoulder it's like underneath the shoulder yeah and and it clicks yeah. like it, it was a very audible click so i looked at him a bit like come on mate jollop right no tennis ball <laughs> I'm not going to do this because frankly, what we know is I'm not going to bother doing it. I'm just going to make another appointment in a week and say I did and it didn't happen. So I, I said to him, I've tried that. Like, like this is a universal method for, for... You've already, you've gone through so many tennis balls. You would not believe the amount of tennis balls. My back is like Roger Federer. Like I have <laughs> used some tennis balls on that back, right? And so I said to him, I was like, well, I've tried that. And I said, it hasn't really brought me much relief. He knew I was lying because <laughs> yeah. of course he did. And so I said to him, I, was, you know, I said, I'd like you to refer me for, for physiotherapy. And he was like, okay. He was like, well, if you think it's got to that point. And he examined the back and it began to click. And at that point, his eyes widened and the physio was called like instantly. Now, what the issue there, Lucy Murray, was is that um, COVID happened almost straight afterwards they are giving me physio appointments but over the phone well that's almost impossible (laughs) it is but i've had three of them back is still in pieces and uh the first one was she was like tell me what your symptoms are so i was like well and my back sounds a little bit like shirley temple kind of tap dancing um every time (laughs) i move it like i can barely sleep with it etc she was like, okay, well, can you give me some more symptoms? And I was thinking, how many more symptoms do you need? Like my back's like breaking basically like apart. So um, yeah, anyway, so she's giving me these uh, exercises today. They're not working, Lucy. And it's just confirmed to me that I've got to that point now where I'm feeling older. But have you actually been doing the exercises properly? I've been doing them as properly as I can do them without like observation. I mean, you know, famously, I went to the gym twice. And these are, they're, they're kind of, they feel quite arbitrary, but it does, it's reaffirmed to me when I do these exercises and I can hear like bone, <laughs> like scraping against bone, that, that I'm not as young as I once was. I, I don't know. I'm going to start lecturing you if I'm not careful. So my mum is a surgeon. Basically, she's like 80% of the people who go to surgery actually don't need it. And if they do stretches and build up the muscles around the issues in general, then it's just fixed. 
I'm going to opt for Same. surgery, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it takes like 10 years after a surgery yeah. for them to be fixed. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Like... That, that gives me something to do for the next 10 years, if I'm being brutally honest. That gives me a decade's worth of... That, that's a project for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be this podcast and the recuperation of my shoulders. But yeah, so it was one of those things. It, it's also one of those things. I have very dark hair. And so I can see greys when they... Yours is, is very blonde. So you, do you see greys mm. in, your, in your hair or...? I had a panic that oh, I was yeah. going grey. But it's just that my roots are coming in darker. <laughs> I, I know I'm going to go grey very quickly. My hair's very dark. Um, a very close friend of mine, he's got like black hair and he's going grey very quickly as well. I think it's one of those things, isn't it? But I think so. Going grey is like distinguished. It's great. And so I can say that to people. I can say Lucy Murray what? thinks I'll be dis- a distinguished grey. I could say that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like- did a bad thing one time that I was in a taxi um, with Harry and his mum and we were talking about what's worse, going grey or going bald. I know the answer was- to this. It's definitely going grey. It's, yeah, what, worse? No, go- going grey is much better. Going bald, yeah, like, yeah. come on. It's it's more challenging going bald, um, and I I was saying that, and I was like, oh, definitely because grey is distinguished and all of that. And I before I started spouting forth my ideas, I looked at the taxi driver, who was, was grey like, and bald, <laughs> and I, I looked at him and I was like, excellent, he's got dark hair and he's got a head of it, so I'm okay, I can carry on this conversation. Um, Harry was sat in sat in the front, so he could see the front of the taxi driver's head as well. <laughs> And he was not, he was bald, like all on the front half. I obviously couldn't see it. So I'd been slagging off being bald as he was sat there driving us into town. Going bald is is a real challenge. My heart goes out. And now the thing about Mm. going bald is like... You've got to like give into it. I think you have to just accept it as soon as humanly possible. You've got to shave it off. Because I think shaving it off can look quite cool. You know, like there's lots of like handsome blokes out there who are bald the thing, I, there, was a, there was someone I used to work with and he was a good looking chap, right? He had a lot going for him. He was cool. He was charismatic. He was going bald, but he refused to accept it, right? Mm. He had about eight hairs on the top of his head. You could count them, yeah? It looked a little bit like a socially distant rail track <laughs> going over his right. head, right? Yeah, just to give you a mental image. And he, the thing is, what he did is he tried to have a fancy haircut. So along the side, he'd have like a fancy fade. And the, the, the grouping of the hairs, which was towards the front of the head, he would kind of like gel it and wax it and things like that. It, look, it just looked crazy. It looked a little bit like when a kid does a stick man drawing. You know, they don't draw hairs. They just draw individual hairs like shooting yeah. upwards. That's what he looked like in human form. So the things that he had going for him, i.e., quite handsome charismatic they were lost wholesale by the fact that you're looking like this what, yeah at that point he looked great bald he like, would look spectacular get rid of it i don't know if you remember me being about kind of 20 i think i was about i must have been about 2021 20, and i just let my hair grow do you remember that it must have been like no. very early when we first met each other now what i didn't realize is when you grow your hair out you've got long hair you're supposed to kind of cut it to keep it even and things I didn't do that. So mine looked a little bit like one of those crest balls that you get as a kid, you know, where they've got a little smiley face and you let yeah. them grow, but they grow at They're different great. times. 
that's what I looked like, right? I, I think I ended up getting my hair cut like in Scotland because I was going to do some open mic at the fringe there. Ended up going, um, and I thought, you know what? You know when you have a haircut, it makes you look younger, doesn't it? Yeah. It makes you look... You, don't you find that when you get your hair cut and it's no. like, it kind of takes the I years like off you a bit? when my hair's longer, I look younger. Oh, maybe it's different for blokes. I think that once you've had a haircut, it makes you look fresher. It makes you look um, kind of more rejuvenated. You know, it's like, it's like a cheap facelift, a haircut for men, right? Right. And so I'd let my hair grow out and I knew I was going to be on stage. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to have to, I look ridiculous. So I went into VIP barbers, all right? Which I assumed mm-hmm. must meant very important person. Mm-hmm. And you were like, now, I don't know. I'm one of them. Uh, I thought, hang about, I'm going to be on stage tonight. Very important person. They're, they're gonna, it's gonna be like me. Walked in, they gave me the worst haircut I'd had at that point. It, it's not going to probably be too much fun for the listener um, at home. I don't think this podcast really has ever thought about them, but you'll get something out of this, Lucy. So this is how long my hair was at this time. Okay, that's how long it got. So, ooh, like a um, a seventies Donny Osmond. There you go. There's an analogy for you. All right. Now, this is me immediately after the VIP barbers in Edinburgh cut my hair. Now, when you see this image, image, I want you to realize that I had to go on stage later that day as (laughs) a quote unquote comedian. Okay. You ready for the image? Yeah, I'm ready. So for the <laughs> like, um, <laughs> so that's like the Beatles, but if they were, or their bowl, bowl cuts were all significantly shorter. I think I look like Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber. You do. It's like a bowl cut <laughs> with like a huge, quite noticeable triangle in the middle. Right. So I thought I was going to look younger. You know, I, I was thinking it was going to shave years off me. Okay. And instead, all it did was it gave me a load of aggro. The guy didn't charge me for it because of how bad the, the haircut was. But he, another barber, and my friend all had a good laugh at it as I was being spun around in the chair. So, you know. The thing about it is, though, is you had to go on and, you know, do an open mic night, try and be funny. You were already getting a laugh. Yeah, but this is like my munter fingers coming back, isn't it? Don't mind getting the last, but at what cost to self-esteem? The last thing I'll say about in terms of age, right, is that people are perpetually either wanting to look older than they are or then wanting to look younger. It seems that you very rarely enjoy the age you are. Now, both of us, I think, we had baby faces when we were at uni in particular, I think. I've still got baby face now. I've worked out what it is. It's just that I've got a slightly small head. Oh, really? Is that what your diagnosis is? How does that one work? That you actually have the face of a child in terms of in like, terms in, of its dimensions. Yeah, like I don't know that my skull has increased. <laughs> Grown. Like it's it's like it's just small and round ish. Mm, like a tennis ball. Like a tennis ball. That's you can sort my back out for me, because that would be great. Just like <laughs> just me me rolling around on your head. head. I just headbutt it. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. what I think you've got the same. It's like there's slightly small heads. Yeah, we've got slightly small round heads. I remember it, it, it like I, I've got to 30 now and I think I'm growing into my age. My 20s were, were always a nightmare because I was always believed to be younger than I was. I was ID'd buying Pixar's The Good Dinosaur, which is a you 
Sainsbury's. They were like, you got any idea on you? I went, what for? I couldn't believe it. I actually had to get the manager out. I had to be there like, come on. I don't like calling the manager, but when you're ideeing <laughs> me for a film that has been deemed universal, I want to speak to your manager about this. When I was moving into um, one of my house shares at the age of 22, I got ideeing for teaspoons. Perfect. Oh, what, what are they expecting you to like roast heroin on them? Maybe. That's what I was trying to think of like, it's that or just like smacking people on the head with them. Like those are the only two things that you could do that were only bad. I think the just worst... Just walking around being like, ba-doing! <laughs> <laughs> but what age does that become acceptable then? Like, okay, well, she's 25, <laughs> so she can ba-doing people with it then. I think the worst story I've got in terms of, of, of age uh, is... Because the worst profession you can choose when you look younger is teaching. Teaching, yeah, 100%. Particularly, particularly when you're teaching sick form and you realise that they, they are wearing business attire and so are you. And, th- and some of them can actually produce far better facial hair than you can. Now, I remember yeah. in my first year of teaching, I was, a film, I was teaching film studies at A-level and my class was only three. It was three young ladies, okay? And me as their teacher. And they had a two-hour, 14-minute mock film studies exam. So I took them down mm-hmm. to the hall. And you know, in mock exams, they run it like they're actual exams to phase the students yeah. in. So I walked my three students down I'm giving them this pep talk, okay? Now, I'd forgotten my fob. I'd forgotten my ID, okay? I'd left it back in my office. So I walk them down there, and I'm giving them this pep talk. Don't remember this paragraph, this paragraph. Remember your examples, da 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 And the examination lady, and I think examination lady is the universal term. I think she's the same hmm. woman in every school. I think she would have worked in yeah. your school. She worked in mine. Same woman, right? She walks over, and she says... Uh, where's A-level film? And I said, oh, uh, this is A-level film. And she went, um, oh, uh, how long's the exam? And I said, oh, it's two hours, 40 minutes. And she turned around to me and she went, yeah, and I'll wait for the teacher to say that. And I went, uh, I am the teacher. And she did the worst possible response. She went, yeah, right. And I thought, what am I supposed to say back to that? Because she's clearly challenging me. She's challenged me twice. I've got no identification on me to show I am actually an employee here. And like, how dare you speak to me in this manner? And then she pushed us into the exam hall. And the kids thought it was the best day ever because I was being frog marched to a little desk. And the whole time in my mind, I was thinking, I wasn't thinking, I can't believe that I'm having to do this. The whole time in my mind, I was thinking, I need to do well in this exam. Because if I don't, that's my career. And so I was like, I actually, do? I actually got as far as to stand behind one of those individual desks. And I was, honestly, and, and I was thinking, why won't the kids help me? But of course they weren't because they thought we're going to see, Mr., you know, we're going to see Mr. Preston do an exam. This is going to be brilliant. So I was thinking I'm going to have to kick off like to get out. Thank God a deputy head came in and he came in like, you know, those like balloon men that they, they advertise secondhand cars with that like do this. He came in, honestly, he ran into this gymnasium going, he's a teacher. (laughs) I never felt more pleased to see anyone in my entire life. And then he kind of, and he was like six foot six. So like embarrassingly, it was like he had to scoop me out like his child and he, and then we walked off together. So yeah, I come, um, come here, come here. I think that's a comprehensive lesson on getting older, Lucy Murray. <laughs> so essentially, you feel old, but you don't look it. I'm like Benjamin Button. So we got to the end again. 
We did it. Can't believe it. We did it. And the nation <laughs> has been educated. Yes, about birth and death. The whole circle. For me, this has kind of been like the, the Lion King very much, this podcast. It is a circle of life. And I assume it will be as successful. <laughs> well. <laughs> we'll see. Talking yeah, of <laughs> success, we're still aiming for that million. I think we've said we haven't been as draconian, have we, in our expectations. We're, we're widening the field. We're not saying one million by episode, I think, three initially. Um, no, I think, I think one million is a good aim to get to at any point. Um, yeah. yeah one million yeah. episodes maybe yeah yeah uh, maybe so if we're lucky we've got social media we're down with the kids yeah we are at instagram and twitter at class pod and our email is class pod holes send us an email thank you for those people who are subscribing and putting reviews where they can um, that's absolutely wonderful thank you keep that up We'll be and back. Yeah, if you subscribe as well, then you don't have to rely on us reminding you when the episodes are. They just yeah. come out. Click subscribe so. and that's straight in your pocket every Monday. Exactly. Two free lessons. We can't believe our luck. Neither can you. Other than that, we'll see you next week. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.